Hello and welcome to Pensions in 10, your weekly roundup of what's big in pensions at the moment. This week we're going to be discussing Wilco, um, MNG's return to the buyout market and auto enrollment regulations. Hi Simon, how are you? I'm good, Dave. It's good to be back for episode three. Um, welcome back to all of our viewers. Um, I, I just want to say thank you for all of the positive feedback, comments, encouragement. Um, it's It's been really, really nice. Thank you all. Uh, please keep leaving your comments uh, on LinkedIn and, and getting in touch with us. And you will have noticed that uh, Wilco is going into um, administration and this has implications for their uh, pension scheme, which looks like it's going to go into the PPF. Um, Simon, is this one you've been keeping an eye on for us? Certainly is, Dave. Uh, it's, it's another one of these stories where the headline is that dividends have been paid in previous years. Um, I think there was one payment last year of 77 million um, uh, of dividend payment which is a considerable amount when you consider the, the size of the deficit in the scheme. Um, the article that we were both looking at um, uh, over the weekend is asking the question whether pension schemes need to have super priority. Now, this is a, a discussion that came around uh, as a result of the Nortel uh, case back in the day, um, where the regulator was granted super priority for its FSD. Uh, for those not um, up to, to speed on, on where that sits in, in insolvency, that would mean that the, the FSD, or it meant at the time that the, the financial support direction that the regulator issued would be an expense of the administration, so it would be paid out before anybody else. The problem with that is um, insolvency practitioners, and I've worked with them for a good number of years, uh, they don't do it for the love of the job. So <laughs> quite rightly, they're saying, well, if we're not guaranteed to get paid, we're not going to take on the case. So it went through. Supreme Court overturned the lower court's decision. So FSDs were not given super priority. That's historical. Um, this article is, is suggesting that maybe schemes should have super priority. I don't think that would work. Uh, it wouldn't work for lenders. Uh, why would I lend to a business with a DB pension scheme if I'm not guaranteed to get paid out? Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, why would I transact? Why would I provide goods and, goods and services to uh, a business of any size, uh, SME, um, or it could be a, a multinational? Uh, again, if I'm not, uh, at least in, in with a chance of getting paid above everything else. I think the conversation needs to change, not to how do we tinker at the top end, but if it's how do we protect members above all else, do we then look at the level of protection that the Pension Protection uh, Fund provides if a business goes into insolvency? Because in and of itself, taking dividends uh, out of a business, it's it's what a business does. It's it's um, a natural um, thing for a business to do. Of course, if you're investing in a business, if you're a shareholder, you want to see some kind of return on that investment. So if we stymie that, then we stymie investment in business, which isn't good for anyone, um, least of all members or people that are working for businesses. So I think the conversation needs to change. If we're looking at protecting members, let's see how best we do that, rather than how we stop uh, businesses transacting and, and thriving. Of course, I appreciate that Wilco isn't thriving, um, but we do need to make sure that uh, everyone understands that the Pension Protection Fund is there to provide protection for members of schemes where the employers become insolvent. And the, the Pension Protection Fund is a massive uh, success story, I think, in pensions over the last few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it also reminds me of 
I mean, we get these debates that go around every now and again around the regulation and how the regulator interacts with employers and, and protects members. And also we get, we're getting this again when we're talking about the, some of the mansion house initiatives to encourage productive finance. And I think the framing of this debate is also sometimes putting the cart before the horse and actually member protections again going a little bit further down the list and saying, well, maybe investments should be more um, important than, than member outcomes. And just because you get tax relief, it might mean that you um, allow employers to be or schemes to be a bit more um, uh, racy in their investments. I don't know if you've got a, a view on that as well. Well, schemes being racy in investments, who's going to pick up the tab if it goes wrong? Um, is it fair that sponsors uh, pick up um, or write a check if it goes wrong? Well, no, if the government's telling pension schemes and we have a whole issue here with the funding code that's coming down the track from the regulator and all regulation is is saying de-risk, um, reduce your deficit, de-risk. Um, whereas the the suggestions from Mansion, Mansion House speech are, are, are yeah, exactly, let's use UK pensions to invest in UK infrastructure or to, to be more racy in their investments. Well, UK government then needs to back that up. It comes back to my point that I said earlier, if we want members to be protected at all costs, we need to increase what the PPF provides if an employer goes bust uh, or if there's a deficit. It's interesting as well that uh, Canada this year um, have introduced a law which says that pension schemes will have super priority. Exactly the same concerns over there. It's a risk for lenders, so on and so forth. Um, and it, it will affect businesses, as I say, of all size. Um, you're right. Dave, I think that the conversation is cart before horse. It's it's tinkering around the edges rather than actually looking at the substance of, of what needs to change. So Dave, last week saw a new player to the buyout market. Do you want to talk us through that? Yes, um, MNG, formerly part of Pru, have uh, returned to the buyout market. They've done two deals, one involving one of their own pension schemes and another undisclosed at the time of uh, recording. So this is good news for anyone um, looking to get a risk transfer. More competition is definitely great for the, the pension schemes perspective. Perhaps even some some uh, better deals for smaller schemes out there. We'll have to see what part of the market that MNG are in. But yeah, I think this is good news for pension schemes. Excellent. And there's been some other news in the consolidator market as well. Yes. So um, the super fund probably one of the first um, commercial consolidators to, to uh, be set up has been mothballed by Eddie Trull. So that is now on the back burner. Um, issues around regulation um, and the delay in getting legislation out has, has really, I mean, they've been sitting on the on the uh, starting blocks for a long, long, long time without doing a deal. And I think their patience has, uh, has run out. But Mothboard suggests if, if there's a change, I mean, we've seen stuff from Mansion House, so that if that comes through, then perhaps they'll, they'll um, come back to the market. But um, for now, there's only one um, commercial consolidator player now, so that's Clara. And Dave, we've also seen auto enrolment legislation has been passed. So do you want to give us a run through of what that means? Yeah, this has been kicking around for a long, long time. There was a review in 2017 um, that made some recommendations for these kinds of changes. And so the regulations are, I think they're pretty much an act now. If not, they're going to be in a couple of days. So this does two things primarily, which is reduce the age that someone should be auto enrolled from 22 to 18. And also means that they'll be getting contributions from their first pound of earnings, so getting rid of that lower lower band. Um, this is great news. I think it's positive. Um, we've wanted it to come into the mid-20s when this came into force. So it looks like 
following a DWP consultation on how to implement it and any phasing or anything they do to bring that into law comes through. So by 24, 25, this should be law. Um, but the elephant in the room is still contribution levels. The, the minimum contribution levels are still broadly agreed to be too low. So we're hoping that the next thing we see is some kind of consultation to the way they can be phased up through the late 20s and, and probably by 2030. Well, I'd like it to be earlier, but we have to be realistic. The political will probably isn't there to increase them right now, but we need to get that conversation uh, going. Okay, Simon, um, over to you now to tell us what has made you smile this week. Um, this is a clue. You haven't got long to work out what it might be about, but Simon, over to you. Thanks, Dave. Well, Pensions Awareness Week last week uh, launched and the Pay Your Pensions and Attention campaign uh, has Timmy Mallet uh, as its spokesperson. So there's your clue. Thank you for that. I always like a visual. Um, <laughs> some of our viewers may not know that back in 1990, Timmy Mallet took his Whackaday program to Red Square uh, and did a program called Tales from Russia, Gremlins in the Kremlin. Uh, and he was actually in Red Square and he stood outside and said, I, uh, and I'm reading now, I always thought the Kremlin was a big old building full of boring men making boring decisions. But in fact, there's more to it than that. Uh, he said, you'd be amazed by what's inside. I suppose it's a bit like rolling the Tower of London, Westminster Abbey and the Houses of Parliament all into one. Well, that was 1990. I think it would be quite interesting to send him back out there now. <laughs> Do a series, uh, could do a series on Russia's new streaming uh, website. It's called Netflix. Oh. I mean, how could I follow up last week? <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. So, Timmy yeah. Mallet, uh, live from Red Square. I think we should go there. Yeah, well, like you say, definitely send him there. <laughs>